Well, we are continuing on in the Be Healed book, okay? Episode 6, Chapter 3, The Compassionate Healer. There's a lot in here on pages 41 through 46 if you are following along. Lisa, what did Pope Francis say? Miracles happen, but they need prayer. A courageous prayer that struggles for that miracle. Not like those prayers of courtesies. Eh, I'll pray for you. <laughs> How often have <laughs> you said that's this? A, yes, yeah. because that's, but like the prayer, like, okay, let's pray right now. Yeah, I mean, oftentimes we'll just do exactly that. We'll say we pray, pray for them, and then we forget about it. Yeah, right. and it doesn't have the power that it does when you just let stop what you're doing and just pray in yeah. that moment. And we've heard plenty of stories where those type of prayers have, been very powerful that either you or myself have done and so the question is how can we change our mindset about this right gotta have some boldness right and you have to practice and you gotta have hope too that what you're gonna pray for you know god is going to respond to right but i have a better question for you yes because there's some really hard looking words in there what Mm -hmm. is compassion i i have my own definition okay so i like the greek word that is (laughs) <laughs> I think it's splagnosome. And the first part, splagna, means internal organs. Mm. So splagnosome <laughs> literally means to be moved so deeply by something that you feel it in the pit of your stomach and it causes you to act. So this is actually the Greek word that is used quite often in scripture when Jesus felt that deep compassion that it's actually that splagenizome very good well I also know uh, you know calm means with right and passion passio is to suffer and so compassion means to suffer with yes and in this case to suffer with so deeply that you feel it in the very depth in the pit of your stomach right yes so it's a strong word about a strong response, and there's nothing subtle or uncertain about it because it means visceral, yes, gut wrenching, yes, emotional response that is so strong that we are physically moved to action, Lisa. Yes, and compassion is actually a gift. So people who are have the gift of compassion, like you said, can can suffer with, can see people's pain and suffering mm-hmm. at a level that maybe some of us cannot. Right. And I think this is something that as we grow closer to Jesus and our relationship with him, that our level of compassion for the people in and around us grows as well. Because we, you know, we see the human need and we respond to it physically, emotionally, and we do it decisively, right? Yes. This kind of compassion, Lisa, is not timid. It's not subtle. It's not a distant response, okay? It's not a quiet virtue. Mm-hmm. It's active. It's pronounced. It's demanding. It causes you to be bold. Right. And it does not allow for judgment. No judgment here. Right, right. No way. And so often we hear how Jesus was moved with this type of compassion before healing in Scripture. And that same compassion is what the father in the prodigal son story felt mm. when he saw his son coming towards him. Right. And he would speak to the depths of their hearts, mm-hmm. right? Offering to restore the areas of their soul mm-hmm. blinded by pride, fear, or unbelief. Mm-hmm. His offer to heal, I love this, remains an open invitation today. Yes. Right? Yes. 
Well, Jesus is always inviting us, like whether it be for prayer, like inviting us to prayer, inviting us into a deeper relationship with him, inviting him into just a more intimate relationship. So absolutely. Yeah. How about we do a little Ignatian, like, you know, place yourself in the gospel story, right? Uh And imagine Jesus is healing us. Yes. Right. What What do you see, smell, hear, touch, taste? How does it make you feel? You know, how do you relate to it? So take some of the gospel stories, right? Especially maybe in Mark mm-hmm. and, and go through some of those, yeah. right? And do you see God looking at you? Yeah. How does it make you feel, right? Right. And right. What do you say back to him? Do you even ask him? Yeah. Will you heal me? Yeah. Right? It's really kind of cool stuff. And I think we've done this many times, right? Yeah. And it's a good exercise when you are going through something and you need some sort of healing to imagine Jesus gazing at you and how you're feeling and what you're saying to him and what he's saying to you. I think it could be very powerful. So Lisa, what are the obstacles preventing or that could prevent healing? The big one, pride. Self-reliance, self-protection, which have been coming up repeatedly. Spiritual blindness and spiritual deafness. Having a wall around our hearts, mm-hmm. not accepting Jesus's love, and not trusting. Yeah, there. I think you'll find as you go through this book, they are really reinforcing a lot of the same basic slash primary concepts throughout. Yes. To really drill it home. Yes. And so here's a challenge for you. Take one or two gospel readings and um, place yourself in that situation and walk through that experience as we've discussed. Yeah. And maybe this is something to share on the Zoom. Maybe. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Blake Preston Lisa. Later. Bye.